This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The LA Angels may have a decision to make coming up very soon because we all know that uh, the trade deadline in July is quickly approaching. I know it's only April, but when you have a big decision like the Angels have to make, you probably need a lot of time to really think about it because... Shohei Otani is set to be a free agent at the end of this year. So the big question is, do you try to get as much as you can for him at the trade deadline and just kind of give up and say, well, we're probably not going to make the postseason again, ho-hum, or do you try to write it out? And it's a big gamble here because if you don't make the postseason, you get nothing in return for him at the end of the year. I think you probably try to trade him and get something for him. I think Shohei's going to leave. Joe Madden is absolutely right. And have we seen anything from the Angels? I mean, since he even started with the Angels in what, 2018? Have we seen anything from the Angels? Anything this season? They're, what, 12 and 12 this season? They're 500? I haven't seen anything from this team that makes me think, hey, they could make a postseason run. And you know that when he's a free agent, don't you know the major market teams, the teams that spend the most money, are absolutely going to go after this guy in his prime. He's a game changer. We all know that. The best player in baseball. So if you're the Angels, I hate it because, look, the Angels have had their chances, but it's just not happening. So you got to get something for him, right? I would tend to agree, even though it makes me very sad. Uh, Even though I should mention that there is another option here, that at the end of his deal – Otani could re-sign with the Angels, but this is the article that you were referencing. Former Angels manager Joe Madden made headlines today because he said the Angels' odds to re-sign Otani are, quote, not very good. And honestly, I think I agree with him because, number one, the Angels cannot offer the amount of money that other teams may offer. And also, do you think Otani wants to go to a place where he's not guaranteed a spot in the playoffs but is at least giving himself a better chance. Because here's the thing. Yes, the Angels have Mike Trout, and they have some other good pieces. But one player, or even two players, because we've seen this before, the Angels have two MVP candidates, but yet still Mm -hmm. have found ways to miss the postseason. So if you're Otani, would you want to go somewhere else? Yes, absolutely. Shohei Otani deserves this, and baseball deserves this. Like, we, I deserve this, Chelsea. Let's talk about <laughs> me for a second. I deserve to see Shohei Otani. You as a baseball fan, don't we all deserve to see Shohei Otani play postseason baseball? Like, in the World Baseball Classic. That was, mm-hmm. that was honestly as electric as it's ever been for Shohei Otani. And clearly, the guy is, what I love about Shohei is, there's no question he wants to win. 
these high-level athletes, they're all motivated by winning. It's just that his persona is so lovable that he's never going to be one to come out and say something derogatory about the Angels. But clearly he wants to win. And I think if he didn't have it before, and, and I certainly think he did, getting a taste of that electricity, that atmosphere, when so much is on the line and he still performed at a high level, like, don't we deserve to see that? And I think he wants it and he's earned it. So, yes, I think he will leave. I think that's an excellent point. The World Baseball Classic. After Japan won the WBC, Otani called it the greatest moment of his life. That is how electric it felt. And I know some of it is, you know, tied to his pride for his country. But still, Mm -hmm. don't you feel like once he's sampled that atmosphere, he's going to want it again? Like, I think that's what you're getting at, isn't it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so if that's the greatest moment of his life, and that was was that was unbelievable to watch that. And even I'm not a huge WBC guy, but I even got into it like, wow, this is incredible stuff. And certainly playing for your country is something that adds to that. But yes, if that's something that, that means that much to you, just imagine if you can compete on the world's biggest stage and try and win a ring. I, I just don't think he's done all he can for the angels. And I, I feel like with Shohei, whether it's loyalty to country, loyalty to team, As far as L.A. is concerned, he has done everything possible to help the Angels win. He comes across to me as a very selfless person, but at Mm -hmm. some point, you deserve to be able to go after the ultimate Major League Baseball crowning achievement, which is a World Series, and I think he knows that. He's so much of a competitor, I just can't imagine him not doing it. I think it's a similar conversation to the one we see with uh, Damian Lillard in Portland. And I draw the line of this. I say that people love to scream loyalty and say, be loyal to Mm -hmm. your team. But when the shoe's on the other foot, like these teams aren't loyal to players. Like it's a business. So I absolutely would not blame Otani one single bit if he wanted to go somewhere where he can at least play in a postseason game. But guess what? Otani's on the mound today in a regular season game against the A's. Womp womp. And as you huh. would expect, the Angels' big favorites here, minus 300, over under eight runs. And this is a, a daytime affair. 407 first pitch. J.C. Sears going for the A's. Otani, 3-0 and this year with a .64 ERA. Jinx, is there any way to play Otani games? I feel like there's not. No, there's not. Obviously, you look at this, you say, oh, Angels run line. But the run line in this game is set at two and a hook. So if you want to play the alternate run line, you're saying, all right, maybe Angels one and a half. That's minus 160. And also, J.P. Sears, while not a stellar pitcher, he's been pretty competitive this season. There has not been a single game he has started this season that has been decided by more than one run. He's played in some very close games. So I, I just don't – I can't find a value play on the Angels here. Maybe you go first five under four. That's plus 110. If you want to go first five under five, that's juiced to minus 155. I want to play this because of Shohei, but I just can't find an angle that is is has the value that I want. Everything I look at is way too pricey here. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right, because we've seen this before. Like how many days or how many starts have we seen Otani throw a great, great game and then the Angels don't back him up with the run support? So that is a factor that you need to think about, even though like most likely the Angels will probably win. And as somebody who was on the Angels run line last night, that was because the A's had a guy making his major league debut. Uh, That's a little different. So I think Mm -hmm. you got to pick your spots when to play the run line. I just don't think this is the spot uh, where you play the run line, especially when the normal run line is minus 156. No, thank you, please. (laughs) Let's go on to the next game. Uh, We've got Dodgers and Pirates squaring off in the first game of the day. This one's a 1235 first pitch. Dodgers, big favorites. Surprise, surprise. Minus 175, the upstart Pirates, plus 145 on the money line. Over under set at eight runs. Julio Urias is going for the Dodgers here uh, with a 3-3-3 ERA. And then we've got Mitch Keller, 2-0 on the year with a 3-6-4 ERA. So Mitch Keller has been pitching like an ace for the Pirates. The Pirates are red hot. They've been playing the Dodgers pretty closely. Jenks, are you going to take a swing on the Buccos here? I sure am. There's no way I'm laying this price with the Dodgers. A buck 75 on the no. Dodgers? Absolutely. You're just paying for the name Dodgers. Mitch Keller has not given up more than three earned runs in each of his last four starts. He has been very, very good. at. I know it's the Dodgers lineup, and Julio Urias got just drilled last time out. I expect him to have some positive regression here, but this price is way too expensive. I like Pirates on the money line, plus 145. If you want some plus money on this card, Pirates won yesterday. The Pirates have the best record in the National League. I don't think that's going to last. But this is way too pricey in the Dodgers. Pittsburgh is the play. I'm going to keep riding Pirates' first five because uh, sometimes mm-hmm. they've blown it in the later innings. But still, you're getting the Pirates' first five plus 145. And we've talked about this before. When you play the first five, there's the option of the push, too. So even mm-hmm. if this game is tied 0-0 and Julio Rios is pitching the lights out, but the Dodgers don't score, uh, you get a, a, at least a push here. So I think I'm going to go that right route. The Pirates in the first five, plus they've been a team that's very good at scoring runs early on. The third highest uh, output run-wise in the first five. So I'm going to go with the Pirates in the first five. I've been playing it several days in a row now. So, Jenks, do you think that's a sabotage factor? Are you ever talked off of a bet because you've played it like multiple times in a row huh. and you're thinking to yourself at some point it's going to lose? <laughs> I don't think that's it for me. I think what it is, is the, I, here's the thing that I have a hard time getting past is that I want to believe in the pirates, but the sabotage factor to me is at some point 
do we believe at what point in the season is a team who they are? This is a long season in baseball. It's still relatively early. So I think what I worry about is at some point, do the Dodgers just wake up and smash the pirates and the pirates go back to being the pirates. I just have a hard time buying into the pirates being as good as they have been, but maybe that's who they are. It's almost like dating someone when you've been burned before. Right. And so you go on two or three dates and you're like, wait a second, is this person for real? Like, I don't, I've, go, I've gone on dates before and I feel like that at some point I'm going to get ghosted or this person is going to say something crazy and drop some sort of QAnon conspiracy theory or this person is going to reveal, oh, by the way, I'm married. I have like four children. Like whatever it is, like I keep waiting. Like at what point does the bottom drop out? But maybe this is the real thing. Maybe the pirates are the love of our lives and we don't know yet. Whatever it is, I just, I think I just need to see a little more. It's the history that kills me. Right. Even though last year the pirates played the Dodgers really closely, or I'm pretty sure they swept them last year. Even Mm -hmm. when they were a bad team, the pirates for some reason or another match up really well against the Dodgers. So I think we're going to be both aboard the pirate ship here. Uh, Let's go to Mariners Phillies. And I see this and I'm like, oh, there's two teams I don't want to trust. We've got Seattle minus 105, Phillies minus 115, George Kirby going for the Mariners, two and one, three, five, seven ERA against Matt Strom of Philadelphia, one and two, three ERA. Jenks, do you feel like I feel about this game that I don't want to touch it? Wow. Chelsea, we are having a mind melt right now. I, in the first line of my handicap that I wrote, I don't want to touch this game, period. Nice, quick sentence. I I don't know. I think I would go Mariners, but I'm like you. The line tells you this is a coin flip, and these starting pitchers are pretty comparable. I think the only reason why I would lean Seattle is the bullpen here. The Mariners have the sixth best bullpen in Major League Baseball. Philly's bullpen is fifth worst. So when you're talking about two starting pitchers that are essentially – equal then i'll go with the better bullpen maybe the mariners pull away late i will not bet this game but i would go m's on the money line minus 105 i guess let's update the standings of least trustworthy teams in baseball because standing atop the list the chicago white Sox. i think they have secured that role uh number two for me is going to be the phillies and number three is the mariners because before the season i feel like the mariners had a lot of hype like they have a lot of good young players they were one Jordan Alvarez home run away from taking down the Astros. It felt like in the postseason last year, if my memory serves me right. For you, yeah. is it those teams, or do you want to add one to the fire? I think you have nailed it. The White Sox, by the way, I cannot believe the White Sox have lost seven straight, like thirteen to fourteen. Unbelievable! I, I unbelievable. Remember that when the Lightning <laughs> won the cup? Unbelievable. <laughs> that was, I've been saying that a lot lately around the house just to entertain myself. Like something will happen and I'll go, unbelievable. And nobody laughs but me. But I, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much the list. Phillies, White Sox, and then Ken Waldachuk. That's pretty much my list right now. <laughs> No, but you're trustworthy if you always give up runs. You know, like bad teams are at least trustworthy. So I'm talking about teams that are supposed to be good, and then they're not. Mm -hmm. So, Jinx, let's go to this White Sox game, because if there's ever a time to trust the White Sox, it's at least when Dylan Cease is pitching, but he has to go against Shane McClanahan and the Tampa Bay Rays, who have been an absolute wagon this year. So Tampa Bay minus 155 in this one, White Sox plus 125. 
total of seven runs. I mean, do you trust the White Sox? Even with Dylan Cease? I'm still having trouble here. I think I would go under seven, but I just don't know. Dylan Cease has been so good, but his his worst outing of the year came last time out against the Rays. This is the very same pitching matchup that we saw a week or so ago. And that game ended with the Rays winning four to three in 10. But also, I will say the Rays bats have gone completely cold. Like as good as they were in the past couple of games, they've done nothing. And clearly Tampa Bay plays better at home than they do on the road. Under seven is even money. I think considering that the White Sox are garbage right now, the Rays aren't hitting the ball, and you have two studs on the mound, I would lean under seven. There's not a lot that I like on the baseball card today, but I would lean under. I wonder what the juice is on the alternate total. I like what you do when you bump it up one run, or maybe if it's it's a full number, you probably have to pay a lot of juice, because I think you do that when it's a half run. Uh, So maybe I am mistaken there. But uh, yeah, I do like the under, but seven's pretty low. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.